Welcome to episode two of the Entrepreneur Tangent. My name is Gavin Sorensen. I'm Tanya Sorensen. We're going to have a lot of tangents here for the next 30 minutes or so. Or so. We're excited to uh, have a second episode, continuing to do this probably every two to three days. Maybe if it goes well, we'll do one every day. We'll see what happens. We've had a few people listen, which is amazing. Just saw two people, which is Thank better you. than zero. Thank you so much. What I would say, a lot of people say I want to. We've said it for the longest time, at least I have. It'd be nice to do a podcast, nice to do a podcast. Every excuse, I don't have the equipment, don't have the space, don't have the right setup, need to be in a real quiet office, dogs are too loud. Just like right now, the dogs are too loud. Can you hear somebody chewing on some food? That'd be our little jewel. So we're in our kitchen right now, um, enjoying enjoying a beautiful day here in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today that's on top of mind, for me at least, is the entrepreneurial tendency to be seeking out inspirational quotes. And at the same time, if you're somewhat of an inspirational person, you're always trying to come up with the perfect quote. And I know I get sucked into this a lot. Instead of actually doing work, I'm just analyzing and processing the perfect quote that maybe is going to change everything for me. But it's probably not like that, right? It's it's not an inspirational quote that's going to do anything. It's actual actions and activity and results. That'll get people's attention, not a perfect 15 to 20 word phrase that's just going to awe the world and then it's going to be the next Life Albert changing. Einstein. Yeah, equals MC squared type of scenario. It, all right, so that's what I get caught up in. And I think Instagram is becoming just a blanket of quotes. And I need to change that. Like I want to take probably this clip and put it on Instagram. Um, and, and more of, and I know there's other people that are doing it, but I think... Um, we're all getting sucked into just creating quotes and putting quotes on images. And hopefully that's going to bring in an audience. Um, but that's like surface level stuff. It's not deep. Right. Um, and, and okay. So this is another scenario where I think best in the shower. I just had a, a nice shower. And the thought that I had is I'm also getting a lot of my Instagram feed of people who I should follow. And I see a lot of young entrepreneurial kids very very motivational and they're they're talking about and flashing all their their big money that they're making and they're the most motivational people but i listen to them and it's it's almost surface level stuff like they're just almost well, because they haven't lived life yeah that, they haven't so. lived life they're almost parrots they're just regurgitating stuff and they pair together sentences that don't even make sense but they're just copy and pasting what other people said and then and which I appreciate their, their, they're doing it at least. Yeah, they're doing it. They're out there. They're trying to make something of themselves. And maybe it's a lot of fake it till you make it. But also, like, go this through is a tangent, isn't go it? Go through a depression, right? Go through depression, get out of that. Then give me some inspiration. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish depression on anybody. It's awful. So I've been through depression twice twice in my life. I don't know about you. Um, I would say at least once. 
At least once. Yeah. Okay, so one was 2008 and I think I was depressed just this last. Yeah, and then um, these last two years are really, really bad. Really good, but really bad at the same time, dealing with okay, uh, business bad. partners that are very abusive. That's, that's why um, I understand why people want to seek out motivational stuff to get themselves out of a rut. I'm one of them, one of those people myself, but it's only skin deep if you're just if you're just throwing out. Like if you're someone who's trying to help people, I don't really go after people who just have quotes, right? If if that's all you provide is quotes, I don't really get to know you as an individual. Don't get to follow you. The other thing, okay, and I was gonna I put this. I'll probably still put this on Instagram. I don't understand why people have their profiles as private. Right? I'm one of them. I, w I, w I, would, I would do stuff private. The idea of Instagram, no, especially on a business side. Right, on the business side. But there are many that it's not necessarily their business and they're only letting, they're testing and seeing who they want in. But, okay. I understand there's probably parents who have kids in Little League and it's just family, small town stuff. But a lot of us, even if you're listening to this, you're probably listening because you have an entrepreneurial mind and you want everyone to know you because everyone has your money. And that's the only way that you can get wealthy is by accumulating other people's money. But having if you're if you're following me on social media, but your account is blocked, how am or on private, how am I supposed to see if we're possibly maybe a synergy of, of a business partner? I don't know. I don't know who you're following. I don't know what you're about. I don't know if you have a podcast or they, if you have you your own do, website. I also don't know if they've been hurt or if they just came out of a sketchy business relationship that, I think, or whatever. So they're, they're, they're guarding. Yes. They're testing the waters. They're testing the waters. They're checking to see, okay, am I comfortable with this or not? And they'll get there. But I totally relate to that. I can relate to it if you're doing something shady and you don't want someone no, to see what you're doing. No, it's not shady. It's being willing and open again to allow other people to come in and voice their opinions or... Right, but that's... I think, I think being... And, See, what you're doing is you're understanding. It doesn't mean that it's right. Right. I'm just giving you the other side of the coin right. on your tangent. So why. if you do follow me, unblock your or unprivate your profile and just have the frame of mind that if you're trying to grow yourself as a brand or as an individual or person, you want people to get to know you, you have to at least show who you are. You can't be hiding behind. I'm not going to follow you to see who you are and then say, oh, no, thanks. And then I'll probably just unfollow. I don't even bother. I don't know if you have even gotten to that point with, with Instagram or anything. But thank you for following me if, if you are a private account. I appreciate that. But don't but, be a private but account. They may be somebody that right now is gleaning and learning before they're ready to open up and go there. They just need to open up. Right. I know you're encouraging them to do that, but they personally may not be there yet. That's get there. He's encouraging you to get there. 
Why aren't you encouraging them to get there? Because they will. But it's just like I have said to you that what works for you or your path that you're taking <clears throat> or your expectations of how you think things should go, you're a lot of times you put that on me or other people True. when we all have our way of getting to where we're going in our way, and I would rather encourage, you can do it, you're gonna be okay, and here's somebody that's telling you it really would be a good thing, because he's been there, done that. Yeah, with. no, because I, I get it too, the understanding of worrying about what other people think, worrying about what you'll look like. Or am I equipped enough? Am I equipped enough? Do I really am have? Am I good enough? Am I good enough? Yeah. Would anybody want to even hear what I have to say? Yeah. All those things go around in Everyone our has brains. that same feeling. That that was something. So I remember when I was younger. And that was part of that, the Sam Ovens course that we took. It's a lot of psychological kind of in the midst of figuring things out and and getting to the point, even the Tony Robbins thing that we watched, we talked about on the first one, it's getting to the other side of it because you can stay trapped in fear. Oh yeah. The entire, you, can, you can be trapped on this uh, Island thinking that you're alone, but in reality, there's it's, lots of people that are really nice people and really good yep. people and really want to encourage and partner and walk alongside. But we get so, um, tunnel, I call it tunnel vision, just very skewed into a microscopic and you're just staring at that one little area in your life and that's all you're looking at instead of opening up and then you look around and you see all the possibilities. And that's basically what Gavin's trying to say. So Open up. a couple days ago, I wanted to do an Instagram post and it wasn't organic, right? I just knew I needed to do something. And I sat there trying to think of a quote. Isn't that stupid? If you think about it, it's really stupid. Is that the one that you circled, though, that you ended up coming up with? No, that was kind of a, um, that was top of mind. All I was doing was going through hashtags on Instagram okay. and looking. And then you found it. And then I saw them like, well, but that's only half of it. Right. And then, yeah, I put, that was so an that instantaneous. that was an instant not pondering and. Right. But I ponder just to get something out there. But. What should happen is take things that are on video or audio and post that, that because that's depth. And I just see a slew of quotes and it's getting sickening and everyone's copying everyone else's Now see that what I have on my Instagram is a lot of um, people moving forward in like I've been watching these people for a couple of years now and, and they're writing books or they're starting their own podcasts or um, they're um, doing travels and then sharing what, what differences they've made or what's influenced them or how I could get connected to do some of those same things. There's another young gal that her and her family are going out and doing this small tour right now, town to town, and doing this big uh, inspirational splash. And so I see a lot of that. Not as much just uh, yeah, quote, quote, quote stuff. So let's jump off that. I think okay. there's some fun current events, and then we can jump back into entrepreneur stuff and talk about more things. I saw this. 
So a man wins a $22,000 jackpot with a free lottery ticket. Well, that's cool. Out in Kansas. I thought that's real cool. That's funny. Okay. So we all watch the movies, and maybe you've even tried it yourself, of throwing a message in a bottle, and like out in the lake or out in the ocean. Have you, have you ever tried that? No. A river? So a message traveled 250 miles down a river, which is kind of cool. But there are pirates and, uh, well, what type of movies is it? I know I've seen movies it's like where. love hopes or hope. hope but if hope you think about it. in a bottle. If you or, think about it, you put a message in a bottle in the ocean. It's just going to come right back to you. At what point is it actually going to go out? Because the undercurrent is under the water. Right? Well, it so just come back to the shore. See, I've done messages in balloons. Yeah, that's normal. But now they don't want you to do that because it can cause Polluting problems. Polluting the earth, right? Yeah, pollution, getting in wires, affecting the, now the big windmills and causing problems with those. So all of the things we used to do that was fun, I kind of, now I'll, I, if I talk about it, I get in trouble. So I was thinking about this, that one thing I'm happy about in not living in Iowa is the possibility of hitting a deer. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. So when you're driving in the Midwest, some of you who haven't been in the Midwest and you're in deer country, you don't even look at the center of the road when you're driving. You look no, at the you, ditch. Yeah, you look along the side because they see light and they just dart out. They just dart right in front of the vehicle. And so, it can be more than one. Oh, yeah. If there's one, there's probably 15. Out in the field. But that's one thing that I, I, I look forward to about or I'm glad about not being in Iowa is... How the many, possibility of hitting a deer. How many deer have you ever <clears throat> hit? But how many deer have I swerved from? That's the question. I <laughs> and, and that's when it's you're not icy supposed and to do that. Too. You're not supposed to do it, but I I have done it at least five times, at okay. least where it could have been a lot worse because I when you swerve, you just crank that thing, and I could flip. Yeah, that could be real bad. Yeah, real real bad. Do you have any uh, anything you want to talk about? Anything top of mind? Um, you know, it's just been kind of a crazy couple of days. So I'm yeah. kind of pulling my head around stuff. So I'm I did, good. I'm good. I did something fun. Was it two nights ago? Two nights ago, I had this epiphany. I saw this guy that did 800 or 8.5 million on Amazon. And he was doing Amazon drop shipping. <laughs> and I couldn't go to sleep after that. It was just, I just went to YouTube University from 9 p.m. till 3 in the morning, then woke up again, and then just started implementing. And uh, less than 12 hours later, I got a sale. <laughs> that's, that's not sitting on it. That's going for it. So probably have right now, I think I have 40... 44 listings up of different products. So we'll see how it goes. And the idea is that every 1,000 listings that you have um, to be able to do drop shipping, then that'll equate to $1,000. So just, just another I idea adding on top of everything that we're doing. Uh, but I think it'd be something that could just be passed on to assistants to be able to accomplish. It's just getting it set up. Um, don't have to really deal with the inventory like we did with Amazon. 
Yeah. Which we had a, a company I, which we did. We we're selling beard still, beard kits. Yeah, and I still would like to do that. We'll get back good. to that. Uh, the beard the beard kit was pretty dang good. We're selling four to eight of those a day. Yep. Um, then we just transition what our priorities are. I want to go back to that. Yeah, I think I want to go back to the um, private labeling, have our own brands. Yeah. And and I know I know it's the the term is private labeling, but it's really establishing your own brand because private labeling. I it's it's we not like you're taking another company that we helped just start doing there. We just did a meeting last night with them again. Who talk up? Oh, yeah. Well, we helped the company launch uh, coffee. So uh, we went under contract with them, a uh, three-month contract, but turns out it's extended to about five months now, still working with them. And uh, so back in the beginning of 2016, talked with them, and I had a meeting, a couple, couple-hour meeting with them over the phone. Um, I was in Iowa they're down here in Phoenix, which I'm here now. And they talked about being able to sell their coffee beyond beyond just their store. And with the success that um, I was having online, and I said, you guys need to do this. You have no idea how big the market is, and people will buy your coffee no matter where you're at. You just need to get it online. So fast forward 14, 16 months later. I still haven't done and it. And still haven't done it. And uh, Tani and I were... Um, going to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we were on our way to Hawaii. We we had a stop in Phoenix, and then we met with the managers of the coffee shop. Maybe we were coming back. Maybe know. we were coming back. One of those. Um, at any rate, we um, um, pretty much said, "Do you do you want us to help help you with this?" And they're very interested. So once we finally moved here, they engaged um, in a consulting contract with us and. Um, so what we did to get their product established on Amazon, we had to source the coffee. So sourcing the coffee, there's specific blends. And this is very unique. I've, been, I've never done anything. Have you done anything like this? Never. We've never done anything like this, but we just know how to get stuff on Amazon and sell it. Um, but to do it, just took it on, figured it out. And that was one of the things. You just commit your discipline. You figure it out after the fact. Research, research, research. So we found um, a place to make the coffee up in Idaho. And we found, well, first, um, I was going to say, before that, yeah, at the very beginning, went to a coffee, a specialty coffee convention in Denver, Colorado, which was awesome. Very educational for me. I didn't know anything about coffee at all. Now I know a lot about coffee. Um, so that was a very important two days being there, educating myself. And um, so it's nice that the, the, the company sent me there. Um, but it's always, it's coming up with, even, even though they're selling copy, coffee, they didn't know what, what they were actually going to sell. If they're going to sell whole bean, ground, K-cups. if they're going to do K-cups, how many K-cups, Packaging, the cost, flavoring of the coffee, right? Which blend we didn't, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it, it was really <laughs> it was a lot. 
Uh, so we came up with a specific blend of coffee. Then we we figured, um, looking at the research of everything, what would people buy? So primarily it's whole bean. Those people want whole bean. They ground up their own beans and then they make their own coffee. And then the other uh, factor is people will pay more to have a K-cup. So K-cup being an option. So we're now a couple months into this and um, we've found... It's online. Yeah, it's online. It's, it's starting to move. Um, one of the most important things when you get a product on Amazon that it needs reviews even before we start any, any advertising. So we're starting to get reviews. It's been two weeks and it's about $1,000 worth of coffee sold, which is exciting. Maybe if there's any today. I didn't look. So I'm going to plug it. It's called Rude Awakening and it's a high caffeine coffee. And there's, um, it's just fun because it's in a, a red bag and it's the punch that you need either in the morning or during the day, getting that smooth and chocolatey punch. It's a dark roast. Anyways, packaging is really cool too. Michael did a good job of pulling that together. And yeah, and that's, that's part of it is we, we didn't come up with an elevate coffee. Um, and one of the aspects of why not an elevate coffee? Cause even if the coffee shop is called elevate coffee company yeah. um, in Phoenix. So the coffee itself, um, why it's not just elevate coffee. It's kind think about it. Like Keurig themselves, you don't hear Keurig coffee might hear any other types of coffee. Um, so then allows us, as we're coming up with different blends, we can call it different names, maybe like Phoenix Rising, even though that's the name of a soccer team. Um, but it allows Elevate Coffee to have multiple blends and having different names all under the umbrella of Elevate. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. The... Um, what else was I thinking? Oh, so one of the aspects of Amazon that I love is um, the logistics part. And that's what draws us to Amazon. So we've had Shopify. Okay, so I'll tell you the Shopify business that we had is hearing aids, national online hearing aid sales. And we have a had a team of 10 people de dealing with everything in an office. And so we're logistically dealing with all the inventory, getting it all shipped out same day with a lot of when we're getting the, the product in from the manufacturers. And then logistically making sure it gets to the customer and it, it's a lot. Um, and so with this company um, for the coffee, that's what they kind of struggled with. Do, do they have it in-house? Do they, and that's kind of a started with the consulting stating it's in your best, um, your best game plan is if you can have it on Amazon, you don't have to buy more space. You don't have to hire more employees to do the, the logistics of shipping the product um, just for a few dollars out of the revenue. Then Amazon takes their fee. Uh, then you can just sell the coffee. So that that's one of the things I love about Amazon and appreciate about them. I mean, their fees are quite high. They really are, which we we really had to dig in to find some good 
coffee suppliers that could get us because uh, even here locally, um, their cost per pound is about six pounds or six dollars per pound. And uh, we found the coffee, it's ground up and bagged for a little over three dollars a pound, which is amazing. Um, then even for the K-Cups, it was almost impossible to find a good K-Cup company and found a good K-Cup company um, to work with us and uh, get the price points where it needs to be so it can sell on Amazon. Um, yeah, it's fun stuff. That was fun. I do like doing Amazon sales. It's just exciting to to watch a product that you've kind of dreamed about and mm -hmm. help make it happen part of design and what it smells like or what it looks like or what it feels like. And then it's online and people are liking it and they're buying it. And it just is a quick, um, there's so many things in life that there's never an end to it. You just, it's just, it's always there. Or you get it done and then, Oh, that's messed up. Now you got to do it again. Where with doing something like that, you have that immediate gratification of it's done. It's yeah. sent and you receive an income from it. So yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still, for some reason, it's still pondering in my head of, of the, the quote. And I don't know why it's bugging me so much. It, it's, it, I, okay. I know why. Um, so yesterday there, there's this kid who's probably 22 years old. And it's great because I'm, what, 36, going to be 37 here. Calling him a kid. It's funny. Um, <laughs> just the most inspirational young guy. There's actually two videos that I saw. One of them was on stage preaching to other young kids, right? But just piecing together, trying, trying to do like one-hit wonder type of quotes within a speech consistently consistently like not not communicating with people but just trying to have so maybe those bangers. what you're trying to get across is if if you're wanting to be out there and make a difference be authentic yeah it was but it was so off-putting even though he, these guys were on stage or this other guy was just in the middle of a street walking and talking with it and he had a videographer following him while while he's walking and talking that just, um, and I, I think, and I am definitely guilty of this, of trying to put together a perfect scenario of how things look, yeah. right? And most of the time when we're working, we're just in clothes, we wake up, we shower, and we're just in the clothes, and then we work, yeah. right? Or I start out, throw in my pajamas, throw a robe on, start working, and then I go, okay, and I'll go upstairs and right and get cleaned up. But yeah, we're not. Yeah, not everything is perfect. Hair, every hair in the right place or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any questions at all? Any thoughts? Well, I mean, just on your your tangent type thing. I think part of part of why it's bothering you or it's in your head is there's just a lot of really important things that are going on in the world, in people's lives and our lives. 
and to minimize life experience or what you're trying to accomplish in life by a one-liner or some amazing way of threading words together. It seems so um, like it's not understanding the importance of what you're walking in and doing. So it's just so mundane, worldly. Um, it's just surface level for me. What, yeah, right? it's not. And we're kind of, um, I, I explain it that I'm not, I'm not really good at small chit chat. Uh, no, I, I hate small chit chat. If, if I'm I, sitting there with a, a client customer, sorry, if I'm sitting there with a client customer, I hate chewing the fat for five minutes before you get to the... How's the weather? Who cares? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I got to go out and I picked my weeds in my garden for a while. I mean, I'm not really good at that kind of talk. And so <laughs> it's interesting because being the personality that I am, I'll kind of go and sit and find either a place to relax or stand and then I'll usually do one-on-ones or maybe there's two other people besides. But you do the chit-chatting after. I do, but it's a smaller group though. It's not, it's, and, and then my husband will say, oh gosh, you look like you're having a good conversation over there. And I said, oh yeah, I was. And, and so then I start sharing the in-depth, I mean, we go in like, and it's people, they're telling me things and it's because, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm willing to hear it. I'm willing to listen, and um, and I'm. It's not all about. Oh, you, do you have any flowers blooming today? It's more about. Well, what's been going on this week? Is work going well for you? Or those are kind of my. And then all you got to do is ask that question. And people are so hungry for relationship um, that they're willing to kind of share some of their life. But- but what I think, I think these thoughts that I've had over the last couple of days are one, somehow my consciousness is telling me, Gavin, you are wasting your time trying to think about stupid quotes that don't mean anything because that's just what everyone else is doing. Or is it, Gavin, this is part of why you're doing what you're doing right now is to help people get to the meat of it, get to the crux of it. And um, through your experience sharing with them that they. Well, no, I, I just think that it was somehow, some way it triggered something in my mind that, Oh, you're going down the wrong path. Turn, okay. turn a little bit, swerve, swerve, okay. get back on track. But at the same, at the same time, if there's anyone listening to this, that is in a position where they're trying to be influential get beyond just providing a quote because that's not going to help your audience. That's not going to help anybody and stop. And I've done this recently. One of the postings that I just did that I pondered for 20 to 30 minutes of trying to find a good quote. There will be a time that all of a sudden something will come out of your mouth that will resonate with people or in your writings and it will come up to the top and you're not even realizing it's happening. So that is authentic and organic. That isn't trying to make it happen. Right. So much. And, 
but like what we're doing right now is authentic and organic yes. but a lot of everything that is shown to people is oh it's pre-rehearsed pre, right pre, right it's in a can in a box it's it's filtered right. it's just, okay so that goes back to the church but service how about the pc stuff <laughs> pc what politically correct yeah. what are you talking about oh yeah. pc no that goes back into the filter that we that yes. was at church yes so it's and called not, smooth criminal. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's that was the series. The series is called Smooth Criminal. But instead of us fixing our behaviors or focusing on our behaviors, we focused on our filters, like oops, oh that came out of my mouth. Oh, oh I can't believe I said that. That's not me. And same thing with Instagram, it allows us to type up some perfect paragraphs or or any videos, because every every video is edited. And this, I guess, is not edited. This We're not us. editing. No. This is live. Maybe we should, I should do more live stuff and put that out there. I think that would be good. Well, you're doing better at going out and just kind of doing something and posting it. Right. Instead of spending three hours. Editing. Yeah. Oh, my hair. Oh, my this. Oh, my that. Yeah. But still, oh, my hair. Oh, my hair. I need a haircut. I just cut my hair. So I needed a haircut. Um... But it, that, I think, part of that, it stems from the whole political correctness stuff, too. That um, things that we used to say in our family growing up, now, if you would say something, and it was nothing big. It's not a big deal, but you just don't say those things because you've been told that you can't say those things. And that is not being real. That is being so guarded on every word that you choose, how you're going to say it, because you don't want to offend anybody. And I get offended by people being trying to be so sterile and not being, come on, tell me what you really think. What are you thinking in there? And maybe that's part of why. Ah, this, see, da, 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 ding, ding, ding. This may be part of why people are behind their computers now or texting because they don't want to get blasted if it's something not polit politically correct or they want to have a chance that they could write and delete, delete, delete and rewrite so that it's just right. So they're not offending anybody because they have gotten themselves into some deep doo-doo because they were criticized or told we can't talk like that. I don't know. Maybe that's part of why, why so the post are behind the screen. The post that I talked about that I just pondered was when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. Because I had this photo that we took when I was in Austin and I'm looking off in the distance yeah. and I'm like, I need a thinking type of quote, right? Yeah. The next one is actually pretty organic see, and it was I real don't fast. I say that's quotes. I say that's more of, that's just like I look at it and go, oh, that's probably what he's thinking. Not quote. This is. But Gavin. it's, uh, I mean, same thing. I mean, statement. I pondered it. I wasted 20, 30 minutes just, just thinking statement. about something of that statement. Quote, statement, whatever. The one that was fast, because we talk about this all the time, is if you're slow to make a decision, You'll be slow at accomplishing your goals. Yeah. And we we run into a lot of people, especially when we do proposals. We're talking with clients and they say they want to just dominate the world or they want to make even even with 
some people that we've hired and then we uh, don't hear from, <laughs> um, then it's they're slow at making a decision. And them being slow at making the decision is just hurting them and their goals that they want to accomplish. And I, I really, and one of the things that I am. I like the execute one too that you. That's just what I go by. I know, but that's, see, but that was something that just rose up that. That's an organic one, yeah. Organic. And it's. Idea. An idea is worthless without execution. Right. Isn't that good? See, and that was one that just happened. That yeah, that, that was in the business life where. That, that's great that you come up with ideas. Everyone has ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And it always got thrown in my face with a business partner that I had of, I come up with all the good ideas. I'm the smart one. But nothing would have happened without me executing on any ideas. Right. Even, even if we shared the idea, right? Which I allowed him to take ownership of it. Fine. You, it's your idea. Great. But would, have it, would it have been in existence... Would have would it have been accomplished without me executing on it? No. So, and I understand like, and I've I've seen some nice. Um, I think they're called infographics, which they talk about that it is ideas times execution equals results, and it could be a a, a great idea, but if it's poor execution, then the results is almost worthless as well. And so if you have a good idea and there's really amazing execution, then it could be a billion dollar, billion dollars in results. So, yeah. Um, so the moral to the story today is? I think be deep, have depth. Just if you're, whether you're someone seeking something, seek something where it will provide depth in your life. Not, not something that's just gonna, yeah, get me through. Yeah, that's good. Great. And then you go to the next one. Oh yeah. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Cause the easy, the easy place you want to be and there's a graph for this too, that it's like your cozy, comfortable is one side and then the other is high challenge and you may not be comfortable. And it's finding that, that balance of, it's something that you should be passionate about. You're willing to learn. You want to learn, but you want to be challenged a little bit too so that you're growing in each experience or each uh, event that is happening instead of staying over here in that safe zone, that cozy zone that you, you're not going to grow from and you're going to get frustrated with yourself because there you go again. It's kind of the same old thing. But to have that balance of, I know I can do this, put yourself in an area that you are challenging yourself, um, it's good. That's, I mean. Yeah, 100%. If you, stay, if you stay on the flowery stuff of life, which we're not saying don't have joy, don't be happy. No, you, know, you, need, you, you, need, need, you need to have fun. You got to have fun. You got to be able to laugh. Uh, and, and laughter is good like a medicine. And that's another, I can get going on a whole nother thing on that one. So you, you, so it's that balance of having fun, but also igniting yourself and being willing to be challenged. And let me tell you this past, what, nine months or so. Yeah. I have been challenged in so many arenas of 
And my, my thing, my theme that I live on is life is a perpetual learning curve. And no matter how old you are, you always have something that you can learn. And let me tell you, I am learning all kinds of stuff every single day. And it's stuff just like with um, coffee. I am not a coffee drinker. I do not like coffee. I like the way the beans smell, but that is not a driving force for me to be really passionate about that. But it was so much fun, again, of seeing something become and evolve reality. into reality. It's not just a thought anymore, but now it's a reality. It looks good. It smells good. People Probably are... Probably the best coffee I've ever had. People no are joke. loving it, and it's something to be proud of. And then the Root Awakening Coffee through Elevate. Also, they give a portion of the proceeds that goes towards... Uh, clean water for kids. Are you kids. selling it right now? I'm just saying that it's there's a purpose behind it. So th I'm just saying that even if something, this was something that I wouldn't go, oh yeah, I want to do something with coffee. But there were so many positives of why I could say, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. We we love the people that are involved in it. And we love what they do with their, their coffee company. And now there's something on Amazon for sale. So for sure. perpetual learning curve folks. No, no it's, it's always, I spend hours and hours and hours every single day learning, learning. Now this goes back into reading books. Here's another annoying thing to me, which is just, it's hilarious, but it's, um, Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about the next one. I know what we're going to talk about on the next episode. What? Here's what I want to talk about. Waking up early, 5 a.m., thinking that's the key to success. Oh. See, and I would say the opposite. Let's talk about it in the evening. <laughs> it's That's fine. I, I'll wake up at 7, 7.30, but... I'll work until two, three in the morning, right? And even even if it's not actual talking to a customer, learning, learning, learning. Okay, so we're about close to 45 minutes into the podcast. We appreciate everyone listening to episode two. Uh, we'll probably crank out the next one in the next day or so. Um, this is Gavin Sorensen. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is GoBigGavin. YouTube as well. You could find me. Just search my name of Gavin Sorensen. Oh, can I talk about the, so the first one we talked about, yeah, you could go to Tanya Sorensen for the YouTube thing. Well, there are YouTubes of us, but not of me, of what I thought was going to be there. Cause I did some, um, I did some talks on YouTube and I don't know. Anyways, um, I looked up and I had done some uh, sharing sermon times at a church back in Iowa. And then I did find the laughing one and I clicked on it. It was funny, wasn't it? So if you haven't listened to episode one, Tanya <laughs> uh, pitched her Instagram and YouTube, but didn't know really what it was. But there's there's a video of her being drugged up. Uh, it's really good. It went viral a bit on Facebook. It's really good. Yeah. If you need a good laugh, you can go to Tanya Sorensen, T-O-N-Y-A-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N, -E in the YouTubes and go down. And it's the person that's got the 
uh, medical cover up for your hair and then I'm in the robe thing and I'm just busting a gut. They had to do a special um, medication to put me under because of my, some of the allergies I have and coming out, it just, I just would wake up just busting up laughing. So if you need a good laugh, it's a good one to watch. That's good. So the last plug that I have is uh, we run a digital marketing agency out here in Phoenix, we are hiring in every major city. We're currently in 10 major cities. The company is That Marketing, T-H-A-A-T. Um, and the website is T-H-A-A-T.tech, that.tech. And uh, there is a hiring section. All you need to do is go there. And uh, even if you go to my Instagram and the link that's there, It'll link you directly to a hiring page, or you can just shoot me a DM. That'd be cool. Happy to talk with you. And um, so we're looking for people who want to make two to ten thousand dollars per month, um, be on their own schedule. Pretty much, there we establish we have all the support and everything that so that they can have their own digital marketing agency. We we take care of all the execution. You just help build relationships and get more sales. businesses. Sales, yes. Yeah. Sales, sales, sales. Um, sales. Yeah, and we focus on businesses that have 250000 to $10 million in revenue. That's kind of the sweet spot. So it's people that have enough revenue where they can pay for marketing, but at the same time, they don't have their own marketing division. Um, and we can do some real amazing things helping with people with their online presence. So big opportunity. Um, you really can make a hundred grand if you put some time and energy into it. No joke. There's a lot of good residual income. You with already it have a book of business or connection yeah. with people. Game time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ne- the next one uh, should be fun. We're going to enjoy that one. Appreciate you listening to episode two. This is Gavin Sorensen signing out and Tanya Sorensen saying... Talk to you soon.